my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, uh, where I bring new ideas, um, things that can help you, things you can use in your life to make your life easier. Um, that's sort of my idea. You know, on this planet, I have this picture here on my computer screen. It's um, a picture of Earth just floating in space. And you can sort of see the sun and you can sort of see some other planets around. But it's really astonishing because it just sits there, sort of sits there, you know. And we're on that thing. And it's completely self-contained. You know, everything that we need to survive and everything is right here. You know, water, food, and, you know, animals to comfort us, whatever. It's all right here. It's astonishing. I look at that every day, many times. And I go, that's where I am. And um, what I, why would I be worried about anything? <laughs> why, why is anything important, you know, sitting here on this rock? But anyway, one of the things that sort of happens to us, which does happen to us, which a lot of people don't like, um, is that we age, right? And um, we become older, you know, and we look older, but we try to do everything that we can to stop ourselves from look like we're aging, right? Even though we sort of age inside in different ways, in attitudes and everything, you know. So, you know, it's a multi-billion dollar business, um, the non-aging thing, you know, kind of thing. So it's interesting. Now, so I want to talk about that because... I have found and know something very, very interesting. And um, recently, um, I read this research uh, by very notable people. And they've been working with mice. And the interesting thing is that they've been able to make mice de-age, in other words, become younger, up to 50 75%. And I've seen pictures of it. You can see the pictures of the, of the mouse that's, you know, old. And then they do this. And so then the mouse becomes younger. I mean, it's so clearly visible. And what they've found is that there is a blueprint within inside of the mice. The same that there's a blueprint inside of us humans. There's actually a younger version of ourself. So in other words, let's say at age, let's pick an age, like 25. So this blueprint exists within you and me, within animals, mice especially. So what these scientists have been able to do, um, and it's connected to, I don't want to get too technical. So it's a DNA, you know, everything that exists within us comes from our DNA, right? And then our genes sort of affect that. And then we have the cells. So it's called epigenetics is a study of, of all this, right? So there is this DNA blueprint. So these scientists have been able to, for lack of the right words, manipulate the DNA blueprint so that the mice become younger. And what they'll do is that they'll let the mice become a bit older because they've been doing this for many years. And then what they'll do is those same mice, they'll take them back and make them younger again. So it's really, really interesting because we think and believe, and it's a belief, that it's natural for us to become older. But what if it isn't? Because a collective belief is that's what happens. Except we're starting to understand now that's not really true. That there is this blueprint within us, with animals, that we can go back to 
and become younger. Um, the study is out of Harvard, if you want to look it up. I can't, Harvard University, I can't remember the name of the people, but this is what it is. So this is really, really interesting. So for all you people who want to become younger. <laughs> so what they've found is that there is this blueprint and then there are the cells, right, that we have, you know. And so what they've come to understand is that somewhere along the line, the cells have lost the ability to communicate with that DNA blueprint and sort of keep us younger. So there's like a disconnect. It's sort of like, you know, on your phone calling the wrong number. You know, <laughs> you never get the person you want, right? It's, it's the same kind of thing. So what they're actually saying is that they, they, they don't know what the key is. Okay, what is the key that makes the cells recognize the DNA, the younger version of yourself, and then starts to, to make that work within you? They don't know what the key is, right? So they're trying to find out exactly, you know, what the key is. So I've been thinking about this and um, because I study all this stuff, you know, and to understand it. So, you know, I can talk about it here, you know, kind of thing. So this is what's really, really interesting because, you know, scientists sort of get locked into one thing and then it's very hard for them to see outside of that. And so what happens usually is that people that are outside of something make the greatest discoveries in science because they're not limited to a certain set of beliefs or um, what's the uh, parameters about what they're learning, right? This happens all the time. So they don't know what the key is, but they know that this works, right? So listen to this. Over the years, I've talked to thousands of people. And I noticed something. And not knowing what I know now about um, genetics, DNA, cells, all this stuff, right? And so I've talked to a lot, a lot of people, um, tens of thousands of people, actually. And there's something that I noticed with some of these people is that, and I'll give an example random example, right? Not a, actually of two people, but a random example. So I would see, say, women who married or got in relationships with men who were older than them, say 20 years, the woman would start to become older like the man, like even physically, in their attitude, everything. And it used to astonish me. I'm going, oh, my God, you know. And then I could see it go the other way. I'm using women as the example, right? I'd see women who had become involved with younger men, and I'd see it go the other way. So that the women would become younger. They become more like the person that they're with. And I know this from um, studying whoops, <laughs> different things, is that you become your environment. So whatever environment that you're in, you actually become that because you sort of absorb it, you know, and you start to become like that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, 
If you're in a loving environment, you become a more loving person. If you're in a destructive environment, you become a more destructive person. This is how it is, right? So I notice this a lot. So then I'm thinking about this research and what they're talking about. And I'm going, they're looking for this key. They don't know what it is. Well, I think I do know what it is. It's that I think that what happens, because I've seen it right in front of me, that if you start to believe that you are becoming younger in all ways, that the cells get that message from your consciousness, whatever you want to call it, and start to program them themselves that way off that genetic DNA blueprint. Do you see? So I believe that the key is actually your own thinking, your own consciousness, because your own consciousness affects the cells in the body. Because if you have people who believe that they're going to be ill all the time, guess what? They are. If you have people like me, I don't believe in illness or anything like this. And I've said this before, you know, I don't know how many times. In the last 40 years, I've seen a doctor three times, four times, five times. I never get sick. I have that belief. I come from a family who would go to the doctor every week because that's what they believed in. Yet I'm from the same family, basically from the same genetic pool. So what's the difference? The difference is in what I believe. You see, so I know that's true because I'm living proof of it. So I believe that if you believe strongly enough every day that you are going to become younger, that this starts to happen. I've seen people who, you know, work in very stressful kind of environments. And you send them away for two weeks, like send them to the Caribbean or send them to Hawaii. I mean, I just had this happen with um, a friend of mine. Um, she's a very stressful environment that she's in, you know. And, you know, she's in her 60s and she's looking older, right? So she went away for a month to a different country where there was no stress. There's no nothing. Um, she had people take care of her there and everything. When she came back, she looked 20 years younger. There wasn't a line on her face. Her attitude was different and everything. Why? Because of the environment that she was in. Do you see? So that then's programming into the body, right? So she started to become younger. So I believe that this is the key. This is the key that they're looking for. But they're looking for some kind of scientific thing in there, you know, like a switch that you turn off and on kind of thing to activate this, but it's not that. It's your own consciousness. Um, I am much younger for my age, a lot younger. You know, and I walk five miles every day and I run people, run circles around people. And because I have this belief, right, and I want to stay like this with this vitality, this mentality, everything, right up until the day I leave. You know, I'm not going to retire or anything this like this, right up to the day I leave. And so I know that this does it. And people around me go, how come you can walk so fast, so fast and everything like this? And they're the same age as me and they're sitting in a chair dying. Right? I'm not that old, okay? <laughs> so I see this and it's so simple. So to all of you out there, you know, 
who are spending, oh, I don't know, thousands of dollars, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars, who knows, on trying to become younger, it's already in you. So I would go and look at that study from Harvard, you know, you know, type in mice becoming younger Harvard or something and read it, read it for yourself and see. And then try what I just said, because it's a missing link. And see what happens after a month. But you have to change, you know, your attitude. And you can't do it for five minutes, all right? Like, I'll do it while I'm drinking my coffee. No, you have to create the feeling of that, you know, and um, see what happens. All right. So anyway, go read the study. Do this. Who knows how much extra time you can add onto your life. And, you know, look a lot younger anyway. Live longer. I mean, you know, look, we used to die when we were in our 40s, not that long ago. So what happened? Oh, we believed that we could live longer because we wanted to. And that's and things started to improve around us. So that's what we started to do. It's like an illness. You know, I, I read, um, oh, years ago, I read about farmers. You know, farmers never really get sick because they believe that they die, they cannot afford the time to get sick. So what? They don't get sick. Do you see? So it's that belief, you know, it's all belief. All right, so that's that. I'm sure a lot of you will be doing this and then running to the mirror every morning and looking to see how many lines are on your face or not on your face. Give it some time, okay, please. All right, so what else do we want to talk about? Hmm. You know, I've come to the conclusion that people are basically crazy. <laughs> At least some of the people I deal with Oh, my God. It makes me wonder about me. I'm like, well, am I crazy? Am I like them? Of course, I don't believe I am. But maybe I am, you know. And maybe they think the same thing about me. Like, oh, no, he's crazy, you know. <laughs> I come to these conclusions about things. And I sort of like, um, well, what is what is really true? <laughs> you know, are they crazy or am I crazy or what, you know? Uh, it's pretty funny. I mean, I enjoy myself. I enjoy life. So anyway, so um, why am I talking about that? Oh, yeah. I get email, emails about happiness. You know, and I go back and I look at what um, podcasts are being downloaded. You know, it gives me an idea on because I don't know. You know, I, I do these things and I don't really know what the majority of people are interested in or whatever. Because different people have different interests, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I like this one, I like that one. But there is a lot there about um, happiness, I see, um, sort of making your life better and things about money, you know. And happiness is a precarious thing, <laughs> believe me. Because, you know, I've said this before, we're all sort of searching for happiness in different ways, you know, whether it's through buying things or, or whatever, you know. We use um, external things to actually try to find happiness. You know, if I sort of get the perfect job or, you know, stuff like this, that's really interesting. I don't, I mean, I'm very happy. And um, because of how I view expectations, even though I do get into trouble with it at times, you know, it's our expectations that actually make us unhappy, believe it or not. And that's sort of the premise of sort of Buddhism, stuff like that, you know. And 
Whenever you have an expectation of something and it doesn't work out, you become miserable. It's as simple as that. And because I've had expectations of, um, you know, people in the past, like I expect them to do this or to be this or whatever, whatever. And I end up getting disappointed and I go, and they don't do it or whatever, you know. And I go, what's wrong with them? No, it's not what's wrong with them. It's what's wrong with me, right? Because I created an expectation that maybe they have no desire in fulfilling or maybe they don't even understand. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And so the person who ends up getting hurt by the expectations is always you or me, right? And so that's a way that I've actually learned to become happy is the expectations. So, you know, you could have expectations of your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend or whatever, and then they don't do them. And you end up getting mad at them for whatever reason. They might be standing there shaking their head. Well, it's really you. It's really not them at all. It's the same, you know, it's really me. It's not really them at all. So I learned not really to have expectations of people because more than likely, not going to happen, all right? Or expectations of things. Like with things, things are interesting. You know, I, I, I do different things, you know, not only this. And what I learned is never to be attached to the end result because as soon as I attach myself to the end result, um, I've created an expectation. And then what happens is that if it doesn't work out how I want it to work out, I become disappointed. So what I've actually done is that I enjoy the process in things. And I'm learning this with people. It's not so much I need people to be a particular way or to be this in my life or that in my life, you know, because I've struggled with that. I learn to appreciate the process of allowing the friendship or the relationship to just be the way it is. And through that, I've found a lot of happiness or a lot of peace in the different things that I do work-wise, because they're all pretty high-level things. I don't get attached to the end result. I enjoy the process. Like, I enjoy doing this podcast. I'm not thinking what it's going to be like at the end or anything. It's just what I'm saying right now. Do you see? And this is one way that I've found peace and I've found happiness. Because you could say, oh, I'm going to get this job and it's going to make me happy. Then three days later, they fire you <laughs> for whatever reason. And then you're miserable again. Do you see? So happiness comes from within. And you've probably heard all this before, right? But it comes from within. And if you can start to learn that, master that, I'm telling you, everything in your life will start to work for you. See, it works on a very simple premise that the energy that you give out and the energy that you create within you determines actually how smooth your life will be, even in the face of problems. I've talked about this in recently, I think, in a different way. So that peace and happiness that you find inside of you goes out into the world and has an effect on what comes toward you. See? You know, like I was talked before, you know, about the blueprint inside of you to make you younger, you know. This is the same stuff. It's all the same stuff, right? And so I work with this and, you know, I have problems that come along and I go, oh, how am I going to solve this? And lo and behold, with me practically doing nothing, 
the problems get solved because of that. And and I have like the perfect Petri dish, <laughs> if I could say that, around me with people. I have all different kinds of people. And it's so interesting to watch because I watch, you know. And the ones that are in turmoil within themselves all the time, there are events and situations always coming into their life that are turmoil. And it just promotes more of the turmoil. You know, it's like the mouse going around in a circle kind of thing. Right? That's what happens. The ones that are more peaceful, whatever, I see it. Problem comes up. It just gets solved. And I witness this with myself. This is why I'm telling you this. So you can do this. So the more peaceful you feel within you, the happier you feel within you, regardless of anything that's going on outside of you, the more that you can feel that, the more your life will flow. This is how it works. The universe gave us the ability to experience any kind of emotions that we want for the experience of experiencing. What's it like to be happy? What's it like to be sad? What's it like to be joyful? What's it like to be this, that? We have that freedom within us. So we can choose anything. It doesn't have to be one way or another. We don't have to be miserable. You know, I've come across people who like being miserable because it's safe for them, and they like the emotional rush that it gives them, usually because their life is boring. So they like to create drama to make their lives more interesting, which also makes them miserable, but they're actually being happy that way. So for those people, you're not going to change, right? But for the other people who really want some sense of happiness or peace, feel it. Practice feeling it for moments every day till it becomes your way of life. And then your experience in life becomes joyful. And then the experiences that come towards you reflect that. I can't say that enough. Right? It is so simple for you to do. Don't worry about what's going on outside of you or anything like this. Don't even think about it. That's just outside of you. Everything is outside of you. It's what goes on inside of you. Because when something comes towards you, it affects you. And it's how it affects you which really matters. So take this information today because it's really good information about becoming younger and how if you're going to become younger, you may as well be happy, you know, and live in a sense of joy and everything. If you want to be around longer on the earth or whatever, um, do that. Because, you know, when I look at that picture of the earth on my computer here and I see this, you know, and I go, wow, this is just incredible that we're here. And it's supposed to be a joyful experience or being with people and experiencing things that we want and experience, you know, like great food and everything else. Look at life like that. Look at it as this joyful experience that you're in and only lasts for so long and to make the most of it. So that when you leave here, because this is how I think, when I leave here, I want to take these great feelings and thoughts with me of what my experiences was like on earth. That's why I say to you, like in my life now, I only put things in it that I have a sense of spirituality, sense of beauty, sense of purpose. I want it to be like that all the time. So when I leave here, I take that wonderful feeling memories with me. All right. Okay, so that's my podcast for this week anyway. So take the information, use it because it works. Thank you.